Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back into another episode of Fast and Focus, where we dive into topics that go beyond the form of traditional self-discipline. My name is Zach Matthews, and today we're going to talk about how to overcome learned helplessness while you're on your journey to self-improvement. Let's dive in. All right, so let's dive right into it. What is learned helplessness and how do we overcome it? So before we talk about how we overcome it and some of the things that we found over the years, I wanna talk about what it is specifically. So learned helplessness is, the literal definition of learned helplessness is a psychological state that makes someone feel powerless to their own circumstances or choices. So another way to interpret that in more layman's terms or you know modern day terms, is that learned helplessness basically makes you feel as if you don't control your own destiny, right? You feel like no matter what you do or how much thought or or um, or, or effort you put into a certain thing, things aren't going to go the way that you planned because you feel as if you don't have power over the way that that situation will turn out. All right, so now that you guys understand that learned helplessness is something that happened gradually over time through repetitive failure, I wanna guys give you guys a visual of what that actually looks like. So we're gonna look at the emotional cycle of change chart. This is something made by Daryl Connor and Don Kell way back in 1979 that perfectly encapsulates the five different emotional stages that we all go through when we're trying to accomplish different goals. So that could be those goals could be anything from losing weight to starting a business to uh, taking the leap into a new career um, to also you know reconnecting with a loved one or helping a loved one overcome uh, some sort of uh, you know personal obstacle whatever that is we all go through these five stages in some capacity so let's start with the first one we're gonna we're gonna break down each of these real quick so the first stage is uninformed optimism so let's use the example of the goal of losing 50 pounds. Let's say that I want to. I've decided. You know what, Zach? You've always talked about losing 50 pounds. It's time to go all in. Let's do it. So first stage, stage, stage one, the uninformed optimism would be me saying, you know what? I'm all in. I'm riding a high. Let's do this. I'm going to work out six times a week. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to. I'm going to eat all the. You know, all the right meals. I'm never going to have a cheat meal again. That's uninformed optimism. That's stage one. So after stage one happens, then over the next couple days, couple weeks, maybe even the next couple months if I'm lucky, um, I start to realize that there's more to this than I thought, right? I start to maybe get a little overwhelmed. Um, you know, I, I bit off more than I could chew, so to speak, on you know the number of times I was going to go to the gym every week, or you know I, I, I was going six times a week for the first four weeks and didn't really see uh, as as much as many results as I was hoping for. Um, that's when we gradually fall into stage two, which is the informed pessimism phase. As you can see, this stage is right below the line of optimism and pessimism, right into that line of pessimism. Um, and this is when we understand that there is more to this goal than we initially thought. And it doesn't matter how much you actually plan for a goal, there's always going to be something that hits this stage and eventually gets to you to a point where you're like, oh shoot, there's way more to this than I thought. So it's perfectly natural, perfectly normal. And uh, you know, when we're talking about learned helplessness, this stage, that's when learned helplessness starts to occur. 
Now stage three is something, that's that's what I wanna focus on when we're talking about learned helplessness. So stage three, as you can see there, is called the Valley of Despair. This is, again, as you can see from the graph, the lowest point in any journey of self-improvement. So, um, you know, using my example of losing 50 pounds, that would be, oh shoot, I'm at the lowest point possible. Um, I'm not seeing the results I wanna see. I've been trying this for weeks now. I've been trying this for months now. I'm not seeing the results that I wanna see. I'm considering giving up. As you can see at the very, very bottom there, um, there are two routes that you can go with this. You can either go backwards and quit and repeat phases one through three over and over and over again. That happens, you know, probably 99.999% of the time. And then, or you could go the opposite way, which is to per push through to success. Now, those that are trying to overcome learned helplessness, you're going through that valley of despair and deciding probably to quit. That's what learned helplessness does to you. If you don't get a grip on what learned helplessness is and, and the fact that, and, and start to understand that you actually control more than you think you do, then you're falling into that pattern of stage one through three and then repeat it all over again. Okay, so that's the danger of learned helplessness is that when you, it, when you get to that, that third stage, which is unavoidable, but you know, it's, it's lower or higher depending on your circumstances, um, learned helplessness is gonna force you to quit. And that's obviously the opposite of what we want. Now, as you can see, if you were just to continue to push with the same energy, effort, and time in the Valley of Despair, you would eventually start to, things would start to trend upwards for you. You'd eventually get to stage four, and then stage five would see success and fulfillment. Now, for the, for the sake of this video and what we're talking about here, learned helplessness, I wanna stay at stage three. I wanna fixate on that. And I'm actually gonna keep this up here for the rest of the time so that you have that chart to reference while I talk about it. But the, knowing stage, stages one through three, you start to have those uncontrollable, uncontrollable factors eat away at your, your confidence, your, your mental health, um, the motivation to keep going because you're gonna start to think, what's the point of all this? It also limits your decision-making because you're not gonna feel like anything that you do or decide is actually playing a role in your likelihood to accomplish something, you just feel like you're a victim of the circumstances, as if some other entity, you know, or circumstance has to decide whether or not you're gonna, I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, right? Now, it's important to understand that learned helplessness is just, it's just a thought, right? We can't let it hold us captive because if we do, then we're never actually gonna pro progress from phase three, the value of despair, to stage four. Now, the danger of that is that you're actually, whether you know it or not, you're building a habit of succumbing. You're building a habit of quitting. And that's not something that you wanna carry into other aspects of your life, but it is if you let it. If you learn to learn helplessness and you stick to it and you actually rely on it, then you become a victim of it and you start to develop the habit of quitting in the valley of despair. You'll, you'll, you'll always chase different goals, but no matter what that goal is or what, what you know aspect of life it, it has to do with, you're going to teach yourself that once you get to that value of despair, you need to quit. And that's obviously not what we wanna do. So how do we overcome that and how do we fight through that to get to the other side? All right, so here's the most important part of the video. We understand what, learn, what learned helplessness is. We understand why it can be such a drag on, on our goals and, and even help us, um, well, cause us to develop a habit of quitting and why we wanna avoid that. We understand all that but how do we avoid it, right? How do we overcome it? So here's my, here's my tips to you. I got three tips for you that, that I hope you implement today. First, 
you have to recognize the thought patterns. Learn helplessness is all in your head. There's no truth to it whatsoever. It's all about what you make of it. If you decide that it's true, then it is. If you try, if you decide that it's false, then it is. You need to recognize the thought patterns that come across when you you start to adopt that learned helplessness. So whether that is identifying those self-defeating thoughts and behaviors, but more importantly, understanding when they happen. Do you start to get those thoughts and those doubts when you're setting goals? Do you get them when maybe maybe you don't have a problem setting goals, but you actually you know start to develop learned helplessness and start to feel like you want to quit? You know when you don't see the the results that you want to see. It's it's important to understand when learned helplessness happens for you so that you can overcome it and more more likely than not avoid it at all costs. Second. You want to challenge the beliefs. And and the best way to do that, ladies and gentlemen, is just by looking at the facts. Just embrace what's happened and ignore all else. So what do I mean by that? I mean by, I mean just literally taking stock and being grateful for how far you've come. Whether it's just, even if you're just a few weeks or a few days into the journey, but you made some healthy decisions that have moved the needle for you and you've gotten that that much closer to your goals, that is a huge step and it should not be overlooked. Embrace the facts, ignore the thoughts. And then third, just take action. Just just break down the challenges into achievable goals, right? If you if you look at the challenge as this big gigantic monster that you can't overcome, then that's exactly what it's going to be. And you're going to quit in stage three, the value of despair, and you're never actually gonna accomplish your goal, right? But if you were to break that down a little more, where you understand that, hey, if I break this down, you know, if I break this down into 10 steps and then that becomes, you know, something that I accomplish over time, then that's that's way more justifiable for you. And then you eventually get to stage four, which is informed optimism, and then to stage five, which is success and fulfillment. It's all about what you make of it and taking action is is the most important thing that you can do to make sure that you're you're going where you want to. The last tip that I have for you guys is to just celebrate your wins. Whether those wins are small or they're huge, it's something that we all have to overcome, right? We all have to get past the just looking at the things that we've done wrong or the things that we haven't been able to do. We need to look at what we actually have done. That way we have a growth mindset and not a fixed mindset. A growth mindset, even when failure happens, it allows you to be more curious about how why you failed and how you can improve over time versus a fixed mindset, which would tell you that, hey, I failed and that means I'm going to fail in the future. Always have that growth mindset and always celebrate the small wins. Those are what gets you closer to your ultimate goal. And hey, if you guys like this video, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you are alerted anytime there's a new episode that drops. But other than that, I hope this guys I hope this was really helpful to you guys. I hope you guys learned from this video. And please, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments below. And I'll talk to you guys next time.